What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Between Two Tackles. I'm your host, Alex Spinelli, and alongside me, as always, is Ray Volo. No Dino tonight. Ray, how are we feeling? Uh, feeling good. You know, it's bye week, so it's kind of like bittersweet, kind of annoying, but it's good for the fellas that rest up and let's fucking get ready rest for this body. push. Or yeah. Super Bowl push, sorry. Right. I'm taking a bye week. I'm resting the body for sure. Fuck yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's get right into the previews. Uh, first game we're looking at, we got Seattle. Uh, not at Tampa Bay, but against the Buccaneers, they're playing in Germany. Yeah. Uh, this this game is a, a nine thirty game. The Bucks coming off an absolutely must need win, honestly, in my opinion, uh, against the Rams. Honestly, if they lost that game and then they were cut, and they had to come to Germany after losing, that would have been four straight. I said I thought Tom Brady might call it quits, but. Um, they got a much, much needed win, and now they're atop the worst division in football. Right? What do you think about this one, dude? I completely forgot this game was in Germany uh, today when I was like looking for bets and stuff. But uh, I think this matchup is uh, pretty good for Seattle, to be honest with you. The the line them being two and a half point underdogs doesn't really make sense to me, just based on how both these teams are playing. I completely agree. Um, I feel like every week Seattle gets disrespected, and it's like. At what point is Vegas going to adjust? Like, this is a very good team. This is the best team in a really strong division, too. I mean, um, obviously the Rams have, have fallen off, but these teams have been perennial playoff teams for a long time. This is a really, really solid Seattle team, and I agree. This is a very good matchup for them. Um, I think their corners actually match up really well against Evans and against Godwin, um, and they – They've done an okay job stopping the run. Um, I think it's a lot. I mean, it always comes down to quarterback play, but Geno's been really solid. Yeah, I think I think this could be a big Geno game, but I, I, now I was thinking about it. On paper, I would agree that their corners kind of do match up well, but you got to think like Tom Brady against a um, against a couple of rookie corners. Like he's... they they could they could get caught looking. That's one thing I guess to be concerned about. But uh, I was more thinking uh, the Bucks. their offensive line has been brutal. And I like the Seattle front. They've been generating a lot of pressure. I think Nuosu is going to do some some stuff off the edge. Got some boy Amafe. And then they're, they're pretty strong off the middle too. So I think in that regard, I mean, it's going to come down to Brady. I don't think we, we've been saying that Leonard Fournette's kind of been playing like shit all year. Right. I mean, they're almost phasing him out. It's been a lot of Rashad White. Um it's pretty crazy. They might need Lenny to lose a couple more pounds. Um, I don't see that happening. Um, before Seattle, you said it. It's got to be a big Geno game. Um, this Tampa Bay D is always good against the run. Kenneth Walker has been going crazy. He's completely cemented Brees Hall, I guess, as, as the top rookie running back. Um, it's all right. We still, we still love Brees. Um, but Kenneth Walker's looked absolutely great. And, you know, Pete Carroll loves to set up. Um, all of his play action stuff and all those shots for Gino um, through the run. So it's going to be tough, though, to establish the run against Tampa Bay. Vita right. Bay is a fucking man eater, a fucking in the middle, dude. That guy is massive. Right. Um, I did not bet on this game, but I may end up taking Seattle money line. What do you think? I don't hate it. Uh, I don't know if it's, uh, I guess, two and a half is really not worth it either, but you just take the points. Yeah, kind of. I, I'm a big points guy, especially when they're in Munich. They're in Munich, fucking weird ass uh, conditions and whatnot. I feel like it's always safer to take the points. It's gonna be a close game, definitely. Right. 
Yeah, and they were just in Arizona too. I wonder if they traveled right after the game. I, I mean, I saw like a clip on Twitter, like Seattle, like their team was going fucking bananas, like in practice or whatever, like they're full of energy. So it didn't seem to be affecting I mean, them too much. I feel like, um, I, I don't know if this is just like speculation or whatnot, but I feel like these foreign games are, I feel like the younger kids probably get up more for it than a veteran team like Tampa Bay. So I feel like that also could be playing in Seattle's favor, right? Because if you're a veteran, you're Tom Brady, you're fucking 45 years old going through a divorce. Like, I don't want to go to fucking Germany. Actually, bro. maybe you do want to go to Germany. Do you? I guess maybe. Why, right? I don't know. I mean, you hit the red light district a little bit, you know. True. Yeah, yeah hey, maybe. You get after it. I don't know. Tom, maybe maybe Tom, Tom needs to blow up some steam in Europe. You think Tom needs to go to the red light district, though, bro? <laughs> Tom fucking Brady. You know, he go he goes to some of those clubs. You know, pops a couple pills. Tom needs to relax a little bit. You know, he's going through a lot in his life right now. Tom does look like a little bit like a junkie with his like fucking haircut, like his like profile, not profile, his headshot for this season. Yeah. Like he looks super skinny and like fucking. His fucking spiked hair. He looks like a like someone in California, like selling weed on the off the beach or something. Tell <laughs> <laughs> me, tell me, he does. It. He looks fucking. He, sus. he looks like he, a sketch ball. He does. You see, it like in his face, he looks like he's dragged down. Like he looks like a crackhead. Yeah. yeah, exactly. He really does look like he could be like selling dope in fucking Cali. <laughs> All right, let's move to the second game. Uh, got the Vikings at Buffalo. No word on Josh Allen so far about his elbow. I think you and I both agree that he's probably going to end up playing, and he's just an absolute psychopath. Um, If he does end up playing, two of the top teams in the league right now in terms of record, um, I'm a little skeptical about this Minnesota team, but, I mean, week after week, they continue to show you that they're a really good team, and they put teams away, Um, and that's really the name of the game. Ray, what do you think about this one? Yeah, I mean, you know me. I'm a I'm a Kirk Stan. Always have been. Always will be. Uh, love that guy. I, honestly, I just think that I think the Vikings are kind of just a very, really well rounded team. Uh, they can run the ball. They can pass the ball. Obviously, love the play action shots just from that system. And then on defense too, they've been kind of like I mean, they're a little older. I feel like, but they've been getting after it. Uh, I don't know why I'm blank. Is it Darius uh, Smith? He's like they're fuck. He's been killing it, right? Isn't he leading the NFL in sacks? Mm-hmm. I, I think that there's just a really well-rounded team and they're well-coached right now. And 7-1, you can't. that's not too shabby. They, they just find ways to win, dude. They have so many weapons on offense, too. I think that addition of TJ Hawkinson is really going to like round that offense up. Like I said, I think they he, they needed that fucking target over the middle for Kirk. And Kirk said he's like, he's, he's, like, he's going to be there all season. He's like, I'm going to target that motherfucker. Right. Um, for Buffalo, that, that secondary has been banged up all season. They continue to be banged up. Um, it's a really tough matchup now, especially when you add Hawkinson, but you got to worry so much about Justin Jefferson. Um, like you said, that middle of the field for Kirk Cousins. I feel like that's where he likes to, likes to play in too. He loves that, that middle of the field and he was waiting for somebody like Hawkinson. Um, I mean, this all comes down to Josh Allen, right? Yeah, I mean, I think that even if I mean, even if he suits up, they're gonna have to run the ball more than they have been obviously all season, and they've just been. I feel like they're just their running game just isn't. It's just not up to par like with what they need to be. I think they really should be using uh, Cook a little bit more than they do. Singleton's okay, but or Singletary, my bad, is okay, mm-hmm. but um, I really do think they need to use Cook more. I think he's young, he's dynamic out of that backfield. 
Uh, one thing too, I mean, obviously Josh Allen's big, but any word on Trey White and Kyrie Elam? Because like they need they need to have their like some corner. I mean, yeah, I alluded I alluded to the to secondary being banged up. I still think there are some question marks about both of those guys playing. Yeah, I don't. I, I they both listen to questionable, which is so goddamn overused in the fucking NFL injury yeah. reports. It's infuriating, but. I mean, I know he's Tredavious has been practicing for a couple of weeks now, so you assume like if if you're going to bring him back, like, you've been pra- yeah, like, when do you bring him back? Yeah, like I'm assuming this game has been like on the target the the entire time, right? Justin Jefferson, seven and one team, you got to fucking have your best guys out there, right? Yeah, I mean, it really all comes down to to Allen and and his health, um, especially at home. I feel like the Vikings are such a different team when they go on the road. Um, I feel like for them, locking up that that one seed or that two seed is really, really, really important for them. Because, um, I mean, their only loss this season was to Philly, but you saw it. Kirk's a different player when he plays on in in hostile environments on the road. Yeah, but one one o'clock, Kirk man, Kirk kills it at one. He's just, he's he does not prime time guy. <laughs> uh, I feel like Kirk does it. I don't know why too. I feel like Buffalo probably likes that guy. He just seems like a Buffalonian. Kirk Cousins? Yeah, a little bit. Oh God. You see the video of him on the on the jet last week? Amazing, dude. Bro. I fucking love that guy. Oh God. I thank God that guy is not our quarterback. Thank God that that deal never went through. Yeah, is it? I mean, we had to go through fucking Darnold. I mean, I know I'm happy where we are now, obviously, but We're I digress. Kirk Cousins. I just I just feel like people love shitting on Kirk Cousins. For no reason, I don't. I never understand it. He's a good football player. He's a good quarterback. Like, I'm like people talk about he's a good quarter. Honestly, I used to be much more of a hater than I am now. He's a good player, but I mean, but like I feel like it's so hard. Like, does he get you over the hump? How many guys actually even get you over the hump? It's like exactly. five or six, if that. Less than that, honestly. But like, I feel like people like they love sucking Derek Carr's dick. Like, I think Kirk Cousins is better than Derek Carr. I think he has been for the last. I agree. Year. Like, but like people love talking shit. Like they love hyping up Derek Carr. Like, oh, like he could, like he could do it. Like I don't think he's even close to Kirk Cousins. To be honest with you. Yeah, and I also think that the Minnesota scheme is in general like Kirk Cousins is like made to like run an offense that's gonna run the football. You know, I mean, sure, he's not he's not gonna be like a Josh Allen or Holmes. He's not gonna throw the ball fifty times a game and win. That's not what he does. But I think in his, in the system that he's in now, I think he's a damn good quarterback. Right. All right, yeah, should be it should be an interesting game. Uh, where, where you where are you leaning here? That fucking line has I mean, moved uh, drastically. I don't even know how you handicap this game without knowing the health of of Allen. <laughs> yeah. Feel, my gut, if I were to if I were to have to bet something right now, I wish I got it earlier, honestly, and I would have just bet Minnesota in the hopes that Josh Allen doesn't play. Yeah. Chris told uh, me to do Chris told me to do it Monday. He's it was like, like six and a half, right? Seven, it was seven and a half. He's like, he's like, you better get on this now. And I just didn't do it. I thought maybe after work and after work is like four and a half. I'm like, oh, fuck that. Is it still four and a half? No, it's like three and a half now. Yeah. Uh, there's no shot. I'm touching that line without knowing the health of, of Allen. Um, I'm surprised it's even available right now. That but... over, that over under 43 and a half. That was kind of juicy. That's something I'm a little more interested in. I did I like that a lot. I, I think there's yeah. gonna be points scored in this game. I think I uh, especially in the trenches, I feel like Buffalo kind of got exposed a little bit last week, especially in that fourth quarter. They're just like I feel like they're soft up the middle. 
And also, I mean, they just we mentioned their corners being banged up, but like Milano didn't play last week. He's been banged up. I think that was clearly uh that was evidently affecting their run defense too. So I think Dalvin Cook's gonna have a game. Honestly, just talked myself into it. I'm gonna take <laughs> Dalvin Cook's over rushing yards for this game. Nice. Yeah. I like it. All right. Let's get to the last game. Sunday night. Uh got the Chargers at 49ers. Um Chargers pulled out a late win against Atlanta. And uh, the 49ers had a bye last week. Really interesting matchup, honestly. Um, I'm really looking forward to this game, especially for the Chargers offense, um, to see if they'll ever be what they should be. Um, obviously, the, the health of their wide receivers right now is a big question mark. Mike Williams out. Keenan Allen, who knows if he's going to play. Um, but for this 49ers defense, I think it's a really good matchup between what should be a good offensive unit and a very good defensive unit. What do you think about this one? Uh, to be honest, this is one of the games, like the fewer games that I'm kind of confident in. And I, I didn't, uh, I, it's not in my bets for the week, but I think this is a perfect matchup for San Francisco, to be honest with you. Uh, I think that the Chargers, like we say, they're, they're super banged up on both sides of the ball, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just can't, they're kind of soft against they the, run. They, the run. they can't stop the run. And I mean, we all know San Francisco is going to, if they if you can't stop the run, they're gonna run the ball like three times more than you expect. Right. Um actually, I think this is actually a picture perfect matchup for San Francisco San Francisco. Um the line is seven right now. I wouldn't touch that, but we should definitely look into uh some Christian McCaffrey props then. Yeah, I mean definitely. That's that's the uh that's I just, I, you were saying it though, like I mean, this this Charger team should be so much better, but health has just been so bad for them. I mean, there's and they're still five and three. Like, this was a team that everybody was talking up to. Um, I mean, even last year, and they didn't even make the playoffs. And I think they had a lot of expectation coming into this year as everybody's darling sleeper, similar to the Bengals, that they were going to make that jump. Um, but they've just been so banged up. It's even hard to just like evaluate what they're doing and what Herbert's doing um, for them to be five and three. I honestly think is pretty incredible with, with the amount of injuries that they've had. Um, but honestly, both of these teams on a week to week basis, these are two of the most inconsistent teams I see on a week to week basis. It's crazy. Some of these games, they look like completely different teams. I feel like a lot of the teams in the NFL this year have been so inconsistent. Like one week they'll look fucking teams look like world beaters. The next they just look like they're losing the fucking like the Texans or playing the Texans tight. You know what I mean? Like I feel like it's been super, um, super polarizing this year. Very. Um, also, I kind of blame Nikki P for this uh, Chargers. For this Herbert downfall. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. The guy said he's going to throw for 5,000 yards and like, 58 touchdowns or whatever he said. And that ever since then he broke his ribs and it just hasn't been the same. Damn. Well, Justin Herbert, if you need to know where uh, Nick Perillo lives, uh, hit us up on Twitter. I won't, I won't put out his personal information. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> we're not going to dox him. No, nah, <laughs> nah, I won't do that. I won't do that to you, Nikki. Um, but yeah, it should be a good Sunday night game. Um, looking forward to that one. I feel like these slates have been so weird, honestly. But I think it's, like you said, a lot of these teams have just been so inconsistent that um, the parity in the NFL has just been absolutely crazy. If you're not the the Chiefs, the Bills, the Eagles, or the Vikings, then it's pretty uh, it's pretty different week to week. 
Yeah, I'm curious how Vegas has like done this year because I feel like it's just I couldn't even imagine handicapping handicapping the uh, season this year. It's like all over the fucking place. I feel like they've been really. I feel like they've been good because it's been underdogs and the unders. True. I mean, yeah, unders have been smashing. Who the fuck bets? Who bets the unders? Communists. Me this week, but (laughs) (laughs) you bet the under this week. I bet it in the Thursday night game. So let's get right to that. Let's talk about some bets. I'm going to start because I uh, I gave a pick away. I got under 41 and a half um, in tonight's Thursday night football game. As it currently sits, it is 840 right now, and the game is 3-0 um, with three minutes left in the first. Um, so got to stay out of the end zone. Mariota just uh, had a big, uh, big. They had a big holding penalty that which took them out of field goal range. Nice, love that. Um, so I got that for one unit, um, minus one twelve. I'm sticking with first completion. Um, Jesus Christ! Honestly, I hate that I did this for the Germany game, but I got to ride with my boy Gino. Uh, two for two in the last two weeks. So I'm taking Seattle. And Tampa Bay, hoping that Tom just dumps one down to Kate Otten real quick. Um, got one unit on that, minus 123. And then uh, the big three-unit money line parlay. Been hot with these, so I'm going to stick with these money line parlays. Kansas City at home against Jacksonville. Um, I hope there's not a cause for concern unless it's a massive letdown game. Um, and then I got Dallas at Green Bay. Horrible matchup for Green Bay. The Packers are absolutely reeling. Rodgers does not look like he wants to play football anymore. Um, Dak's starting to get his rhythm back again. That offense really looks like it's clicking. That defense is very good. And the Cowboys are going to be a very, very tough out when it comes playoff time. Yeah, I like that bet. Um, your first completion in Seattle is just <laughs> maniacal. But your other two, especially this under in tonight's game, I think that's a fucking steal. Yeah, uh, Atlanta just punted too, so love that. Got to get let's keep the points down. Won't talk about it too much, but hopefully the rain starts to pick up. Um, but Ray, I'm I'm very hot with these first completion bets. Yeah, I know. I mean, but I feel like it's just you know like it's like Murphy's Law, man. It's got to it's got to come to an end eventually. This is kind of ridiculous. <laughs> that's, that's what happened with the Thursday night football uh, anytime touchdown scores too. Yeah, yeah it I, ended it ended fast. Yeah, although you, you haven't bet it since. Haven't bet it since. <laughs> Well, I, I started out two, two for two, and then I lost three in a row, and uh, that was it. <laughs> Jesus. All right, what do you got? Um, I keep it simple. I'm doing two bets. Uh, first one, I put uh, Miami money line minus 190 versus Cleveland. Uh, that's three units on that to win 1.57. I think Miami's offense is a little too dynamic right now. Uh, Cleveland, they can run the ball, which is kind of a cause for concern. I think it's going to be a close game, which is why I didn't want to take the spread. But I think Miami's offense is just a little too dynamic. They're going to edge this one out. And then um, I did a follow-up with a teaser. I won my first teaser uh, last, of the season last nice. week. So got to keep it going. Um, Seven-point teaser. Seattle plus nine and a half at uh, Tampa Bay, obviously, in Germany. Uh, I think nine and a half is just too many. I think they're, they shouldn't even be an underdog, to be honest with you. Uh, nine and a half is a lot of points. I think it's going to be a close game. Uh, then second one, over 43 and a half. Uh, Jacksonville at Kansas City. This one was kind of a weird one. I wanted to just sprinkle on an over in here. I think Kansas City offense is going to put up points. They struggled a little bit last week. 
And I really, I'm so heavily invested in Jacksonville's offense and fantasy <laughs> that I'm just rooting for them. It's just straight up. I'm a little biased. And then um, the last leg of this, Indianapolis plus 11 and a half at Las Vegas. Uh, Vegas just put Renfro and Waller on IR. Uh, Jeff Saturday, interim head coach. They think that the boys are going to wake up. 11 and a half points. I think they'll be able to keep it within that. Vegas has been super disappointing on the season too. So I like that. Uh, I like them to keep it cl- a little closer. I think 11 and a half is just a lot. I can't believe that. I still can't believe they hired Jeff Saturday. Dude, Even though the, the presser was so badass that I was dude. like, all right, fuck it. Like, this guy, this guy's awesome. I don't know if I texted you, but I texted someone. I'm like, yo, I'm rooting for this guy now because that was so. He's like, he's like, I'm not gonna back down from anyone. He's like, he's like, I've seen, he's like, I've been, to, I've won two Super Bowls or I've been to two Super Bowls. I've played with five Hall of Famers. He's like, I've seen greatness. He's like, I'm not fucking. He's like, I know, I, he's like, I know, I know football pretty much. I love it. It's a football guy. Gotta root for the football guys. I've always liked Jeff Saturday, especially on all the ESPN shows. I always think he does a great job. Um, but I just thought it's absolutely absurd to bring a guy who's not on the staff to coach your team midway through the season. But I guess, honestly, this season's probably over. If I were thinking like Jim Ursay is, and he just wants to have somebody that he trusts in the building, and and that's it. I think I also think like this team's been so disappointing this year. Like they have talent, where like I think this kind of is a wake up call a little bit. It, I mean, it could go one of two ways. It could be either wake up call back. Like, okay. We got our shit together. Or it could be like, what the fuck is a circus? Right. Like, like he doesn't uh, know what the fuck he's doing. Yeah. I will bet on the former and say, it's going to wake the fellas up. I mean, I'm hoping that, well, one, I hope that Jonathan Taylor can get a tiny bit healthy for a possible late fantasy run that I could make, but maybe this is a, a chance that they actually start running the ball. A fuck ton. I think they will. So, Gotta use your best players. Um, I saw you that that face you made when I talked about fantasy. Don't yeah. fu- don't fucking look at me like that. Faz, I'm coming for your fucking ass. Ooh, pause. Big time pause. Uh, you want now? you want me to read Dean's bets? Oh, I don't even care about them. I'll read them quick. <laughs> uh, so he's doing his uh, normal two and a half units for each. So he's got two and a half on the Browns plus three and a half minus one hundred five. And then he's at two and a half on Bucks over 23 and a half team total. I think this is going to be a sweep for us. I think he's going to lose both of these. Yeah, I kind of agree. <laughs> that that Bucks bet, I know he doesn't know that the game's in Germany. I know for a fucking fact. No way. Germany. I thought that's where the uh, video game world championships were. <laughs> Dork. All right, that'll wrap it up for us here on Between Two Tackles. Thank you for listening. Hopefully you enjoyed our NFL previews. Stick with us. We'll got some nice recaps next next week, um, especially for college. We'll be looking at the new college football playoff ranking, um, so stay with us for that. As always, please rate and subscribe to the pod and follow our Twitter at Two Tackles with the number two, and stick with us as we continue this 2022-2023 season. Ray, appreciate you. See you, dude.